did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about this, Cowboys? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Cowboys Nation. This is your host, Kelly Canine. And I am your host, Megan, a.k.a. MC. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Cowboys in Chaos. What's up with you, K-9? How's it going? Oh, well, you know, it's going good. Um, got home from work and took the family out to dinner. Wasn't near as bad as this last time that I went out, you know, so the service was was better. Um, decided to have me a, a margarita, changed it up a little bit. Instead of having a beer, had me something sweet, had a margarita and a shot of tequila on the side. So I'm fueled up, fired up and ready to go <laughs> for the show. Get into this thing. How you, How's things going up in the glass city? We're good. We're good. It's been really nice up here. It's been like 70s. I've had my windows open. It's super nice. But in a couple of days, it's going to be 40 again. So that's Ohio for you. Yes. Yeah, we're experiencing the same in Omaha, actually. We just only reversed, so probably the stuff that's moving up. I'm coming through right now is probably heading your way. It was beautiful over the weekend. We had 60s and, you know, mid mid to high 60s. And, and now for, uh, Monday and Tuesday, we've had rain and just cold, nasty kind of 40, you know, mid 40 degree weather. It's just, ugh. like come on yeah it's it's like it's like the last little little bit of winter it's basically just winter saying goodbye right i know that's how it is here like we have winter and then we have fake spring winter comes back yep another fake Mm -hmm. spring tiny bit of winter comes back and it's like you don't (laughs) until the first day hits like 80 and it does not get down to like 40 at night. You are not in the clear. (laughs) I know it's the same, same way up here. You like, you never know. It's like, okay, it could be 70 on the weekend. And then next thing you know, like Tuesday, Wednesday, you're like, there's a forecast and it's calling for snow. And you're like, what? Right. 70 on Saturday. What are we doing here? How are we going to get snow? How's that possible? Yeah. I was, I was thinking the Midwest for you. Right. Gotta love it. A couple of years ago, I went to a walleye game downtown. That's our, that's Toledo's hockey team. Um, and when we went down there, it was, I don't know, probably like 50s. You know, it was not warm by any means, but it wasn't cold. And when we left the game, and this was in the beginning of April, when we left the game, there were four inches of snow on the ground and our cars were buried in downtown Toledo. So, Ugh, gross. yeah. Yeah, so I won't hold my breath until it's end of May. So I'm the same way. I'm not a fan of the cold weather. I'm ready. I'm I'm like you know ready for warm weather. You know the beach, poolside. What beach do you live by? Listen, we call the lake the beach. Okay, it's got a beach area. All right, listen, we can't. We don't have an ocean bias, but it's close enough, okay? If it's got sand, I call it a beach. Is that, <laughs> you, is that weird? You guys have a lake in Omaha? We got lakes all around Omaha. You don't have a great yeah. lake, though? Okay, we're not fancy. We don't have a great lake. Okay, we have a good <laughs> lake. How about that? <laughs> it's not lake. a great lake. We got a good lake. Listen, there's water, there's sand, and there is swimsuit wearing there, so it's good enough, okay? We can't all be great. 
Honestly, I wouldn't even consider Lake Erie one of the quote-unquote great lakes either because you go down to Lake Erie in about late July, mid-August, you got to worry about the algae bloom a doom. Yeah, algae bloom. Uh, algae bloom. Yeah, isn't that like the... the... It's when it gets poison, green. isn't it? it? Just... Yeah, it can, yeah, it can make you sick. Yeah. And that's where we get our drinking yep. water from. But anyways... Oh, so, right? mm. Damn. So one good thing about March in the cold and the up and down weather is March Madness. I don't know about you. Like, I don't really, obviously, I'm a big Michigan fan. I support all Michigan, everything. But to be honest with you, I'm not even a huge basketball fan. I don't really follow that well throughout the season. But I love March Madness. I love it. Even, like, just all the games. I love it. It's so fun. I do too. And this year is, I don't, I feel like I say this every year because I feel like every year there's always some upsets, but I feel like this year more than years past, there's just been a lot of like the sweet 16 is littered with teams that shouldn't be there typically. Um, you know, cause tip, you know, there's upsets in the first round and sometimes there's a couple of upsets in the second round of teams that advance to the sweet 16, but like there was like a decent amount of, you know, like, I don't know, Oral Roberts and Oregon (laughs) State are playing each other in the Sweet 16. Neither one of those teams, nobody thought those two teams would be in the Sweet 16. Like uh, Loyola, Chicago, like, I mean, I don't know. The Sweet 16 is full of teams that just, you know, somebody asked the question earlier on Twitter, how is your bracket doing? Well, mine's hot garbage. Like, it's it's toast. Oh, mine's busted. Like, there's none of these, like, I had illinois advancing into like the elite eight um i had yeah i mean i i i yeah i've i've got still baylor in it i got baylor winning the national championship they're in it but other than baylor like most of these other teams that are that i had they're gone i'm like damn i did horrible i you're actually i looked at our group earlier you're ranked 29th i'm 33rd (laughs) But I, <laughs> I picked Michigan to win it all. I know that's kind of a, it's kind of a long shot. I, you know what? It, it's not impossible, but we got a tough road ahead if that's going to be the case. But, um, Michigan... I mean, it's a, you know, it's more of a, it's a little bit of a homer pick, but that's okay. Michigan didn't have a bad squad this year, so I mean, they, when no, you know, Michigan's I, I a basketball I heard school. that they had some guy though on their team that. Uh, is not gonna. He got injured. Yeah. And he's not gonna be able to play the rest of the tournament. So I seem like that's kind of a big loss for them. But yeah, um, I kind of a blow. Yeah. Well, you know, Michigan's kind of holding up the Big Ten right now because all the rest of the Big Ten oh, shit the bed. But Michigan well, is. Yeah. Listen, our football team is hot garbage, but we're a basketball school. Like our basketball team is actually pretty good most of the time. So. I don't know. We're in the Sweet 16. I'll get excited if we make it to the Elite Eight. But we'll yeah. see. Well, we'll see. hey, you got a shot. You're in. You're you're still in the tournament, and that's all anybody could ask. My team lost Sunday, and yeah, I was cussing up a storm when they when they lost. But who's yeah, your? Had a, I is can't. it Texas, Texas Tech? Tech? That's what I thought. Yeah, they played Arkansas, which I mean, I can't really. I can't sit there and complain too much. They're just one year removed because obviously they didn't play last year. But in 2019, they played for the national championship against Virginia. Lost in overtime, but, I mean, they made it all the way to the national championship. So, I mean, 
they've got a great coach. They've got a great program down there in Lubbock that they're running, and they're they're you know they'll be back in the tournament, and they'll uh they'll be a squad that'll be they'll be contending again. I have no doubt with the coach that we have. We it's funny because Tech used to be a basketball school or used to be a football school you know never won national championships but we had a consistently good football program and in like the last 10 years our football program's been pretty much garbage and <laughs> and it's transitioned to a basketball and baseball school because the basketball and baseball teams are consistently ranked within the top 10 top 15 in the nation every single year you know and and so now it's like i'm on the wagon for the for the basketball and, and the baseball teams and football is just kind of like meh if I see a game, I see it. If I miss a game, it's meh. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, you don't, nobody really wants to, I'm always going to be a diehard fan, but it, it makes it so much harder to root for your team when you watch them get their heads beat in every Saturday. You know what I mean? When you're watching college football, like the only team that I can consistently watch get their asses kicked without fail and never get tired of watching because that's just, I built that way is the Cowboys. I'll come back for more every Sunday. Doesn't yeah. matter how bad we are, not missing a game. I'm watching them all the time. So I feel but, you yeah, on that. Brackets toast. Because when I, yeah. I mean, college football for me has been a nightmare for the last couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. There were games where I'm just like, you know what? I think I'd rather just not watch. But Dallas, yeah, no, I, I got to watch it. Even if we embarrass ourselves, which has happened once or twice. Um yeah, I got to be there for it. But, yeah, so anyways, speaking of the Cowboys, I feel like this is the hottest topic right now as far as the draft conversation. Pitts versus Sertan. Sertan. Yeah. Yep, that's been the two names. And, you know, here's before we jump into it too much, I think what's funny about that whole topic is that uh, I could absolutely see the Cowboys drafting neither one of those players. Really? <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, they they have to be looking at Sertan, I think. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like Pitts could definitely be gone. Um, you know, I feel like he could be a guy who gets – who is not there at 10. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's possible that, that Sertan, um, you know, gets – possibly gets snagged off the board before 10 too. And then we're, and then we're just, it's a mute point or one of the two guys is on the board and the Cowboys go a different direction. You know what I mean? It's, I always, I always feel like that there's fan favorites, heavy fan favorites going into the draft. And I feel like rarely do the Cowboys ever get who we want. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, but to answer that question, I guess to get into that, I would have to say probably, I get the I get how everybody's wanting to go with uh, with Pitts and a uh, man he is boy would he be hard to pass up in this offense um I mean he is what looks to be a generational talent of course there's no there is never any can't miss prospects but uh you know I just I don't know I feel like I feel a that we're hurting more in the secondary and I just, I really feel that, you know, okay, if we don't get a tight end this year, can we roll and we, can we go with what we got? Um, no. You know, can we, I, I, I liked what I saw with Schultz last year at tight end. Um, so, I mean, is it, is it going to hurt us that much? 
on the offensive side of the ball if we didn't grab a guy like Pitts? No. If we don't address the secondary, though, is it going to? I feel like, yeah. I feel like right now, currently, as we stand, yeah, they've done a few things in free agency to help us out. But I still think we definitely need to draft a cornerback. And I, I would love to get one a guy that's going to come in and make an impact right away. And I feel like Sertan can be that guy. I feel like from day one, he's a, he's a starter. Um, so I'm just leaning a little bit more towards Sertan just based off of a need basis, but yeah, see, boy, I'm telling you, if Pitts, if Pitts is, if Pitts is there at 10, I mean, that would be really, really hard to, to pass up, but I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see him getting past. I think the Eagles would take him to be honest with you, just to keep him away from us. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't see him being there at 10. See, I don't know. I mean, I am like, I'm honestly torn at this one because the Cowboys love offense. They historically tend to lean towards, you know, building up the offense more than the defense. And I think we need a tight end with his ability. I think we need, I think we need pits, but at the same time, like you said, our secondary is awful, but in my perfect world, and I think we already know this, not even just Richard Sherman, but any type of vet cornerback would be ideal to have one to two year, you know, cheaper vet to keep around and then draft a younger cornerback with a lot of potential. That's what I would like to see if we go that direction. Because not only do we have the up and coming, the young, you know what I mean, in shape, healthy, we also have the vet to help coach them. Um, I don't know. I'm still, mm, I think I am leaning towards the Sertan as well. But I don't know. Like, it's so hard because we, I don't feel comfortable with Schultz and Jarwin. As tight end, I I I think I think where I sh- I think where I struggle with it in in terms of, okay, so I I look at it from okay, are we gonna be fine on offense without a guy like Pitts? Yeah, I think we're gonna be fine on offense. Where I struggle there though is that we're good on offense, but we really lack a red zone threat. We don't have a guy that is your go-to guy that you throw it to in the red zone. And Pitts is that guy. I mean, you right. look at him, what he did with Florida. The mm-hmm. dude's an absolute beast in the red zone. He's he's unstoppable. I mean, he's a guy that is a tight end in the NFL that I think could get you 16 touchdowns, you know, as a rookie. And I'm not I, – I, I don't think that's an exaggeration. I don't think that's me just dreaming and looking for – I think he could get you, you know – Six, I do. I think he can get you. That's an average of a touchdown per game. Gaudy for a rookie, but I think he's that good. I think he's. And then looking at the forty time that they that he posted, I mean, he ran forty times faster than some of these wide receivers out there. And, and at six six, that's yeah. just he's quick. the measurables that he's got are just really hard to ignore. So I mean, if he's if he's on the clock at ten. I mean, yeah, if he's on the clock at 10, I just, mm, I mean, it's going to be really hard to pass him up, really I'm, hard to pass him up. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. somebody posed a question today and I kind of looked at it from this perspective, you know, they were like, okay, are you, would you be scared if the Eagles drafted Sertan? Like if the Eagles drafted Patrick Sertan, are you going to be scared of the Eagles defense? First of all, I'm never going to be scared they, of the Eagles. Never going to be scared well, of the never, Eagles. Well, never, never. But, yeah. but they're like, who, who? 
but they're like, who would you rather have the Eagles draft? Would you rather them draft Pitts or Sertan? I wouldn't want to see fucking Pitts, you know, twice a year and and have to watch him ball out on the Eagles. I don't want to see that. Yeah. You know, so if I, you know, if I'm answering that question, I'm like, I'd rather them take Sertan and, you know, leave Pitts on the board. So I don't know. It's a very tough question to ask. Like I said, it I is. lean towards Sertan, but damn, you know, there is a big part of me that's like, God, what this offense could be with Pitts in it. You know what I mean? And for many years to come, like he'd be, yeah. a, he'd be an all pro guy for, for years. So that's, that's a hard one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're both definitely positions that we could benefit from. And I've been watching film and, you know, the combine and stuff. These guys are so athletic. Like, it's insane how quick they are, like, in, how in shape they are. Like, they look great. Both of them do. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to come down to how we end free agency. Lord only knows. I mean, we've pretty much come to a halting stop at this point for now. Yeah, know. yeah, it doesn't doesn't look like we're doing much in free agency right now. It looks like we've kind of pumped a break. So I don't know though, because this week they're supposed to interview. Or they br- they're bringing in that uh, uh, Malik Hooker. Oh and, yeah. Um, what was this? Uh, Starts with the K. KZ. KZ. Yeah. KZ. K- KZ or something. I don't know. Okay, so right, they're bringing in yeah. those two guys. Um, which you know, I mean, I on the, on the two of those, I tend to lead, lean towards hooker a little bit more um they're both but, defense, i mean honestly right? I, I, they're both defense yeah they're both in the secondary for safety but yeah. i i wouldn't honestly i would uh either one of those guys i think would be would be an addition to the to the defense so i'm, I'm glad they're looking at defense side of the ball they're looking at you know sec the secondary they're looking at safety um that's a position that needs to be addressed it needs to be upgraded um right. you know they can that, that that and just because they get these guys doesn't mean they can't still look at safety in the draft um there's going to be some quality safeties out there in the draft that i think that we could go take a look at i'm very very fond of uh richie grant the safety from ucf i've got a i've got kind of a little bit of an infatuation with him and wanting the cowboys to come get him with their with their second round pick um oh an infatuation I don't think huh a little bit of an infatuation. I like him at the safety position. I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be good. And uh, so I, I don't know. I'd like to see him, but anyway, that's just my, my preference there. But we, uh, we had another question. We had a few questions that were asked to us today on the, on Twitter. And one of them that I wanted to address was somebody had asked me if, uh, user was juice nineteen seventy six asked was Roy Williams the worst trade in Dallas Cowboys history and I like that question because it got me thinking and I was like was it the worst trade in Cowboys history and I'll tell you what if it wasn't the worst trade then it was the second worst trade <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Roy Williams, I remember when they signed him. I was exci- I was excited, honestly, because in Detroit, he worked well with that offense in Detroit, but we gave up a first round and a third round pick to get him. Uh and then it, and then extended him, gave him a contract for like 54, I think it was 54, 57 million dollars, and he never had more than 38 receptions <laughs> in a season with the Cowboys. 38 receptions, mm. 30 fucking eight. 
that's bad <laughs> that's real real bad like that is that's like going to a steakhouse and somebody brings you out a fucking big mac like that's horrible yeah. you did not get what you paid for with roy williams so no. i mean i yeah that's probably that is probably one of the worst. It's probably got to be one of the worst trades. If it's not that one, it's the Joey Galloway trade. That's, that's what I was gonna either, say. Either either one of those. Galloway was was pretty was pretty bad too. He didn't do a whole bunch. We we actually gave up two first rounders yeah, to get he, Galloway. He was but a I bust. mean, at least we didn't give Galloway the big extension that we gave Roy Williams because they yeah. But yeah, he he played one game in his first season and then he came back and played uh, I think two three more seasons with the Cowboys, but never. Yeah, I never did anything. I mean, he was, you know, he made a couple of plays here and there, but along the same kind of production as Roy Williams. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a really bad trade. I'm thankful that the Amari Cooper trade worked out much better for the Cowboys. I mean, I was, you know, I was a little nervous when we made that trade. I was start, you know, because when we traded for Cooper, I'm like, man, I liked Cooper, but I at the same time I liked Roy Williams when we got him. And to be honest with you, I liked Joey Galloway when we got him. I'm like, I remember both of those trades, me sitting there leaning back like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we got we got some fucking pop to this offense now, baby. And both those receivers were duds. I both was, of them. Neither one worked out. I was so stoked for the Cooper trade, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was too. And, and I was glad that it worked out though. But I mean, I, you know, for a little But you know, cause here's the thing, he started tailing off there in Oakland and, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he, you know, I mean, he still, he's still had some signs, but he just, he, his last year there wasn't that impressive, you know? And you started wondering, okay, does he need a change of scenery mm-hmm. or is he just maybe not, care about football anymore as you starting to because there's some of those players that do that where football just doesn't really become a priority and they kind of start to fall off and you know they had to at least cross people's minds with amari cooper because i remember the raiders fans that i i knew a couple of raiders fans that are like yeah man he's 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 done he's washed you know and i'm like really it's like that i don't know man i kind of i like the guy and they're like nah man he's you know and then he come to dallas and just see man all he's done is balled out and he's yeah. been the you know the the ultimate professional and i mean the guy's pretty quiet doesn't doesn't really say a lot but i mean i think that's kind of a good thing you know yeah. you got a guy who just shows up and goes to work so he doesn't like I mean, finally uh, it shows that the cowboys could pull the trade on a wide receiver and not have it come back and bite him in the ass so thank god right well he is quiet and we also know that he does not like getting meat put in his mouth by salt bay as well <laughs> wait wait what I don't know this. What, what the, what's, what? what's the story behind this? I you haven't seen that video? This. No. Oh, what my happened? God. Okay, so he, this video was going around Twitter. I'm so surprised you didn't see it. He was out to eat at this, I'm assuming it was, you know who Salt Bay is, right? Yeah, I know who that guy is. A little, this little <laughs> fancy salt sprinkle thing and shit. Looks all sexual when he does it. Salt Bay. It just makes me salt laugh. Bay. I know, I know. <laughs> But anyways, he was at, I'm assuming, Salt Bay's restaurant, and they're at a table, and Salt Bay is, Bay, Salt Bay, is, like, I don't know, it's almost like a hibachi thing. He's, like, cutting up the meat all fancy, doing his thing, whatever, and then he has, like, a piece of the steak on a knife, and he goes, he, like, dangles it in front of Cooper, like, here, take it from the, 
the knife. Like, use your mouth to grab it. And Coop was like, I'm good. (laughs) And the Salt Bay kept, like, trying to, like, here you go, take it. He's like, "Mm mm-mm, no. Mm -mm." He, like, refused. (laughs) Some little kid came up and got it. But, no, he didn't do it. He's like, oh, he didn't, want, he didn't want to let the salt bay put his meat in his mouth. Well, good for you, Coop. I know. Good for you. <laughs> he was classy well, I mean, about I... it. He was sweet. He's just like, nope, nope. <laughs> well, I've seen some. I've seen some videos where he seductively puts meat in these women's mouths, and I'm like, ah, yeah. I, I get it. You know, it's a whole thing or whatever that he does, but like. I don't really know if I want any dude like putting his putting any kind of meat off in my girl's mouth the way that he kind of does with his, you know, he's trying to do it all sexy or whatever. He like this one time he fed this girl, you know, not on the knife. He used his hands, like put his hand like (laughs) better that. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know about all that. You might want to keep your hands away from my girl's mouth. I'm good on that. Salt Bay. Can you imagine like the memes that would have come out of that though? I think that's what he was really thinking of. I think he was just thinking of social media going crazy, imagining the picture of Salt Bay putting a strip of meat into Amari Cooper's mouth. Well, we all know that uh, that would have went wild. If he, if he would, if, oh well, if he would have done that, that steak would have become a penis really, really quick. Exactly. Really quick. <laughs> yeah. There would have been memes of Amari Cooper with a penis in his mouth. I'm pretty sure he knows that. So. Oh yeah. So good yeah. call. Good call. Smart for him. move. Yeah. <laughs> good call, Amari. We not to open your mouth and let another dude put his meat in there. So good job. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. But yeah, I do like Coop. Um. I so yeah. Too. What other questions did you, did you have any more? Because I have some on my list. I. I don't remember. Hold on just a second. I know. Well, what, what was one of yours? I'll, I'll look back here and see if I had any more that I screenshotted. All right. So the first one I had is why is Jalen Smith still here? That's a great question. I don't know, but I wish he wasn't. I think his time in Dallas is up. Uh, I think a second part to that question was, do you think bringing in new, new defensive players will help him perform better? Mm, no, I don't really care. I'm done. I'm over him. I think he's had so many chances to show that he can step up to the plate and do better, perform better, execute plays. He's just miss after miss after miss. I'm done with him. I think that we should trade him, do something, get some use out of him, but not on our team anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the reason Jalen Smith was there was because the money that they would have saved versus the money that it cost them. Mm-hmm. to release him. I think that they are a little thin at that spot right now. They don't really have the depth to justify cutting him because of the savings is not going to be that much right. versus keeping him because they just recently did sign him to that deal. He's only, uh, this is only two years into the five-year deal that he got. So this will be year three yeah. after this next year. I think it'll make more sense, obviously to cut him um, as that salary cap hit goes up a little bit more. The savings will be a little bit more. Uh, do I think that Quinn is going to be able to get something out of him that, you know, that Marinelli couldn't get and that um, um, Nolan couldn't get? No, I, no. I really don't. I don't I don't know what. I don't know what the hell happened to Jalen Smith, because 
honestly, he showed so much promise his first few years before he got this contract. That's which is why he got the contract because yeah. he showed he had a lot of football smarts and just, and now it's like the dude shies away from contact, which is embarrassing for a linebacker. He's a like completely different player. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, I'm, yes, I mean, there's there's been so many times where the game tape shows the dude like going away from contact and mm -hmm. going, you know, it's just it's bad. It's bad. It's like he he's not he doesn't read. He doesn't the reads that he makes are horrible. Um, you know, like I said, shies away from contact, piss poor uh, tackling. Like the only way that I could see Jalen Smith making marketable improvement is if they just decide that they're going to try to use him strictly as a pass rusher. And if they're like, you know what, we're going to get Jalen Smith, you know, we're going to keep him close to the line of scrimmage and he's going to, we want him blitzing. And that's what he's going to be a blitzing linebacker, you know, because he does have, he does still have some good speed. And if he's running that straight line speed, you know, I could see him having an impact there maybe, but I just, as far as my hopes for Jalen Smith this year, my expectations are none to be honest with you. I don't have any, but I think, yeah, I think the reason why he's still on the team is the, you know, the savings versus what they would have, what they're paying him now. And it's just kind of a depth thing. I figure they're going to keep him on. They're going to give it one more year, one more run with it. And if, if he has another year like he had this last two years, then I think he's gone after this year. So, and I'd be, I'll be, I won't sweat it when they show him the door. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm just, I've had enough. You know, like I, yeah. I was a huge Jalen Smith fan from the beginning when he got signed. I was all about it, and it's just like progressively downhill. Like there's just he talks too much for what he does. You know, he does not, he cannot back up the way that he acts sometimes because you can't act like you are performing you know, like an all-star when you're literally avoiding contact as a linebacker. So exactly. Yeah. I think I'm done with that one. Um, 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, another question we had was, will we make another move in free agency? Um, I hope so. I, like we said, I think it's a little bit, uh, it's a little slow right now. We do have some guys coming. Was it next week? I think, um, I think we all kind of know where I stand on who I want, but um, would I be surprised if we didn't make mm -hmm. any more news? No, not at all. I mean, I think it's like so strenuous, I feel, for Steven to spend money. It's just like, <laughs> I don't expect much to happen in free agency anymore. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I think I think that it's definitely, I mean... We made a couple of moves. They did what we kind of thought they'd do. They kind of signed some mid-tier guys. Um, the safety that they got from Atlanta, I really liked. Uh, Kinu, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yes, Kinu. yes. Kinu or whatever. But the safety from Atlanta, I really liked that. Uh, I liked that move. thought that was a good move. Got him for $5 million. Um, That was probably my favorite move that we've made so far this offseason, um, addressing safety. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing them bring another guy like Hooker in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really 
see the Cowboys making any moves of significance anymore. I don't I don't think that they're going to bring anybody else in that's going to be like, wow, I can't believe we got this guy. I don't I just don't see it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that uh, the Cowboys are probably going to make maybe one or two more of these, you know, kind of like mid-tier type moves before the before the draft mm-hmm. and uh and then, you know, and then and then maybe maybe we see them make a, another one more move, one or two more moves after the draft um when they once they've gotten some guys in. Um but I think I don't think you're going to I don't think we're going to make a whole lot more noise at this point, to be honest with you. So no, but, uh, but yeah, um, I mean, they, they, have, they haven't totally disappointed. I mean, you know, I don't know. I've, I've come to expect what we've, what we're getting from the Cowboys and free agency. They just don't really do a whole lot. I mean, last year they, they went out and I think last year they made more noise than they had in a while, you know, kind of getting some guys and there were some names you know, name recognition, Don Terry Poe, um, you know, we got, you know, uh, McCoy, Gerald McCoy, who didn't mm-hmm. pan out because of the injury. Um, you know, the guy that we got from Minnesota, um, uh, God, what was his name? See, uh, the fact that neither one of us can remember their names means that it didn't really work out. <laughs> it Well, yeah, I mean, he, but, he, you know, and he was a guy when we signed him, I'm like, oh, man, damn, you know, he's right. gonna, that guy's going to be Everson Griffith, I think, is what it was. was it yeah, yes, yes, uh, yes. Anyway, and he, I mean, you know, the guy, anyway, all the, all the moves that we've made last year in free agency were complete shit moves. There was none of them that was a good, nobody panned out good. Right. Um, I'd say the I'd say really the only guy that we signed that was you know that did much of anything was Alden Smith, um, you know, and he he started out hot and then kind of kind of faded down the stretch and everything, which we kind of covered that and talked about. And I think that's probably a little bit of him being out of football for as many years as he was, but but I mean for the most part, and we didn't do ourselves any favors in free agency last year. So um, this year I, I think uh, I think that uh, we got probably about the same but hopefully these guys work out better you know what i mean because if these mid-tier guys can make you know some type of an impact and you know if the safety we got from the falcons can make the impact that i think that he has the potential of doing then i think you know i think we did good now we just need to polish up and uh and hit some hit some good get make some good picks on this draft for sure you know what you know what really pisses me off about the cowboys is the fact that they're so like i cannot get a beat on their thought process when they make decisions like a lot of times it's just like whoa what why you know what I mean but then if there's one thing that I can count on is that they're not going to do something that they should do when they should do it like in free agency for example (laughs) you know what I mean like there's so many so many players that at this point have been snagged up but it's like what are we doing why are we not doing like I don't know. I just, I don't understand their thought process regarding pretty much anything. That's the only thing that I can count on is not understanding what the fuck they're thinking. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the one thing you can, that's the one thing you can count on is the Cowboys to, to do the opposite of what you want them to do or, you know, Mm -hmm. say one thing, say one thing and do another. I mean, uh, I was honestly surprised that they that they got the safety from Atlanta. I was actually surprised that they even did that. Um, that actually kind of surprised me. Just I was very surprised seem, by that. Seem, yeah, mm-hmm. it seems like every year they just like ah, we're good at safety, and right. then the yeah. season starts, and we're, we're like fine. we're not, but we're not, <laughs> but we're, we're not. not. You know? We haven't been. <laughs> 
help. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I guess I, I, I would say probably one move that I would like to see them make in free agency or that I would have liked to see them make is maybe to go out and grab an experienced, uh, you know, offensive lineman, a veteran offensive lineman. I mean, I really... Yeah, I know we need the we need the help on the defense, but we can, we definitely can't ignore our offensive line. They're not getting any younger. Uh, we had the injuries last year, but I mean, if you're if you're sitting there at this point in time thinking that Tyron Smith's gonna finish a complete season, well, then you know I've got the motion front property, you know, nice beaches here to sell you, uh, beachfront property in Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> uh, if you believe that shit. So I mean. And, you know, and we, you know, Lel Collins is coming back from an injury last year. How is he going to look when he comes back from injury? You know, um, mm-hmm. you know uh, Martin is a year older. He had, uh, you know, he, he got a little banged up last year as well. So, um, you know, what what's that offensive line going to look like? I mean, we, we got to protect Dak. He has to be protected at all costs. Um, we need better run blocking for Zeke and for Pollard. I mean, you know that uh, we traditionally the Cowboys have had strong offensive lines. I think we still, you know, that's a position of need as well uh, that we can't ignore. And I would have, I, you know, I've really kind of have been watching some of these offensive linemen that have been out there, and I'm like, oh, maybe you know, maybe we can grab this guy, and they haven't, you know. So I don't know if maybe that means that they're looking more towards the draft or what, but. Um, you know, it's definitely a position that I've had my eye on. Like, hey, it'd, it'd be nice if we could if we could pick up some talent here to this offensive line and add some talent. Um, you know, they added a little bit of depth there with uh, with the guy that they signed. Um, was it Naseki or whatever I think that they signed? You know, they've added some depth there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I, it'd be nice if they picked up a guy that was quality starter where they're like, hey, this guy could start. You know, he's, a, he's a starting starting quality offensive lineman. Because uh, I'm not really sold on Connor Williams. Been there a few years. He's seemingly struggled every year. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They still got some needs for sure. But uh, anyway, that with the draft getting closer, it gets exciting. I get more and more excited for the draft. That's one of my favorite times of the off season is the draft. I oh love God. the draft. It's like a holiday for me. I love the draft. Love it. But I sure it really do wish. Is. I do too. I sure do wish that they could just balance of maintaining both offense and defense. We can't focus on one too much and then let the other one slide because I feel like that's what we do. Like we don't have the right balance and I'm hoping with new coaching that'll change, but I'm really, really, really just hoping that rather than focus on one or the other, they can find a balance when it comes to signing people, drafting people, play calls, coaching, everything. Like I just want, I don't want to be so unbalanced. I don't want to be one way versus the other. You know what I mean? Like I just want to see a well-rounded team for once. Is that too much to ask? I think that's a lot to ask, but. Uh, You know, with the Cowboys, maybe a little bit much to ask, but uh, I'm right there with you. I I mean, I agree. It'd be nice to see the, uh, you know, I, what I'd love to see more than anything is, you know, the the balance, yes, but uh, just stay healthy. If yeah. we could stay healthy, if we could have a season without being ravaged by injuries, and uh, you know, it's just last year it was just it seemed like every week somebody was getting somebody was going down, somebody was on the injury report, and it just seems like this team has just been it's injury after injury after injury, and it's like, man, I just feel like. What could this team be 
if everybody stayed healthy and none of our major contributors went down. Right. You know, if but... we could get a full 16 game season out of Tyron Smith, oh my, I mean, that right, that right there alone would be amazing. Right. Well, and that's my, that was, I was going to say, like, we, yeah, we had injury after injury, but they weren't players who were, there were players that we would expect to be injured, like Tyrone Smith, um, Sean Lee, Vander Esch, like people who are injured over and over and over again. That's like, you know, it's just expected at that point. So it's like, come on, let's get some new guys right. in here that we can, you know, even if they do have a rough week that we can actually count on, perhaps they will play next. I mean, if we know right off the bat, if Tyrone Smith gets injured, oh, he's out. You know what I mean? Sean Lee out. It's just, we cannot have as many injuries as we have had recently. We just can't. We won't go anywhere. Just part no. of the game. So. Yep. We got to got us to healthy and availability. That's, that's all part of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I have two more questions here. Next one. Does the addition of Giants free agents hurt us? Also, Washington having Fitzpatrick at quarterback make them better? Uh, no and no. One, I'm not scared of you, Jason Garrett. Two, I'm certainly not scared of you, Fitzpatrick. The Washington football team, whatever the fuck your name is, we're not scared of you. We have Dak. Okay. Don't even ever try to compare him to Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is washed. If you want to talk about washed... He's washed. Um, and <laughs> addition to the Giants free agents, like I said, have you seen their quarterback? I mean, yeah. I understand that. <laughs> I understand that it's not all on the quarterback, but have you seen their quarterback? Okay. You can have yeah. the best offense in the world, but if you don't have a quarterback that can run, you know. He's, I mean, he's garbage. He's, he's just not. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not one of those. I'm not, I'm not biased. I mean, I am biased, but I I'm not one shit. of those people. I'm not one. Of, I'm not one of those people that just says, "You know what? You're a garbage ass player." Um, you oh know, no! If I he was a good quarterback, just, I'll say uh, your team has a good quarterback, but he's not a good quarterback. He sucks. And Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I wouldn't he's say not, he's not. And I don't know. No. Yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. No, Fitzpatrick's no good. Fitzpatrick's a career. He's a he's a backup, you know. But I that's what it makes me laugh though is that you know that I don't know how the hell the Danny whatever the hearing the name Danny Dimes like I I call him Danny Pesos. You know, I'm like he, <laughs> he he ain't worth no dime. Danny Pesos like he's you know I don't I, I don't know. know what the hell they're. At this They're point, talking about calling him Danny Dimes. At this point, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been road hard and put away wet. Okay, he's done. He might have a little fight left in him, but it's not enough. Okay, so if you think that he's gonna be a threat against us and our quarterback, you need to watch some more film, my dude, because that ain't gonna happen. I agree. I agree. So yeah, that, so to answer that question in a very short answer, <laughs> am I concerned about any of the additions from either one of those guys? The answer. Oh. No, not. I'm really not. Nope. Hey, right. but I, you know what I did see? Do what I did see today. What I did see that the Philadelphia Fecals signed Joe Flacco. I did see which that. Which lets you know, <laughs> which lets you know where they kind of what they feel about uh, about Jalen Hurts. You know, for all this talk about how Jalen Hurts is their guy. Well, they sure did just bring in a guy like, you know what I mean, that 
that you know has started some games and that they obviously put there for a reason. I don't think they just put him there just strictly to be a backup. I think they they understand Jalen Hurts is not a for sure thing for them. So, we so, mentioned that um, a couple episodes ago. What I would really love to see is I would love. We did. We did. We did. We talked about that. And I, what I'd love to see from the Eagles is see them draft a quarterback <laughs> in the first round. I really would. I'd love to see them draft a quarterback. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to go a different route. But I would love to see them draft a quarterback in the first round. Just love to see it. And not only draft a quarterback in the first round, but draft one that just ends up being another bust. <laughs> like just <laughs> nothing would make me happier. You know what I mean? draft a quarterback that they think is the next guy who they can sit there and pound their chest and say that he's better than Dak until eventually the dude's benched and then shipped off to another team. So kind of like old Carson. So Eagles fans are funny. They are funny. God bless them. It's, it would not be an episode of Cowboys and chaos if I didn't throw some shade on the Eagles or their fan base. So I just have to say like, Anytime I am feeling uneasy about our team or I'm just down on our luck and I'm just frustrated, I look at the Eagles and I'm like, it could be so much worse. Like, it could be so much worse. And not only that, you could literally live in a town that probably smells of beagles. So, yeah, you got to grease their light poles. Just look at the Eagles and laugh. Look it at the eagles helps. and laugh. It could always be. We're worse. laughing at you, eagles. <laughs> okay, I'll be nice now for a minute. Okay, all right, I, all I right. guess. <laughs> all right, last question, MC. Are you still on the Sherm train, and why do you want to be a lizard? Okay. First off, yes, I am still on the Richard Sherman train. I have not left the train. I am still the conductor of this train. Is that what you call the person who drives the train, a conductor? I'm pretty sure that you nailed that one. Conductor is correct. Awesome. So, yes, I am still <laughs> the conductor of this train. Anyone who wants to join me, feel free. I feel like we're slowing down a bit. I'm losing some hope, but I haven't lost all hope. Also, I do not want to be a lizard. I am like a lizard. If you saw my tweet earlier, I said that I wish my cubicle at work had a red heat lamp over it, like the lizards do in their little planetarium things or tanks or whatever because I'm just always cold so I just need a heating lamp I think I'm I think I'm cold-blooded because my hands are always cold my feet are always cold so I just think I'm a reptile so I don't want to be a lizard I think I am a lizard (laughs) (laughs) if that answers Uh, well there you go folks (laughs) But I'm I'm not a lot lizard. I'm not a lot lizard. Isn't that what you call? Oh well, yeah. That's yep. That's Wait, exactly so okay. Hang on. Is lot a lizard. Is a lot lizard a prostitute or a girl that lives is, in a, in a trailer a, park? Nah, a lot lizard's a prostitute that jumps from truck to truck. She services the truck drivers at the little truck stops. That's oh. what I call a lot lizard because she'd be hanging out in the parking lot service in the truck drivers i i thought it was either that or like a trash ball that lives in like a trailer park and just like hose around no i think they call those i think they call those trailer pandas stop you made that up i did make that up <laughs> panda <laughs> trailer pandas 
That's funny. I'm going to call someone that. Add it to my you list trailer. of insults. You, you trailer, you're a trailer panda. <laughs> That's funny. Where'd you, where'd you come up with that one? I don't know. Kelly was sitting in his car and sipping on some old English, and he just came up with that. My favorite thing is when I, like, come up with an insult by myself, and I, like, it, like, probably doesn't make sense to most, but I just, like, laugh at it. Like, I called someone a bitch goblet, and I just laughed so hard. So, I was like, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> not... <laughs> I don't know what that is, but you're a bitch goblet. Hey, if, you know, if it makes you laugh and it makes sense to you, I mean, yeah, I love, I like making up insults, too. It's a good yeah. thing. Sometimes I just sit there, sometimes I sit there and I think of them, I'm like... What can I call this guy? I I'm do like, hmm. Yeah, I think about it. Think about it all this kind. I don't know if I don't know that I ever made this one up, but I always like to call dudes douche nozzles. I don't know why. You I know, just, my favorite is a douche lord. Douche lord. Yeah, like you are the lord <laughs> of douche. all douches. <laughs> the lord, the, the introducing the lord of douche. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of insults, that's a good one. Did you see the other day? I forget some nerd with no profile pic told me that I was a four or I was a six with the lips of a four. <laughs> and I was like, oh, but we weren't damn. even talking. We weren't even talking about anything that had to do with looks. We were talking about Richard Sherman. God, of course we were because I've been fighting about Richard Sherman for two weeks now. But yeah, he's like, shut up. You're you're a six with the lips of a four. I'm like. Sir, like we were not for once I was not the one who went below the belt. But you really took it Damn. to a different level here. You took it to a different level yeah. here. <laughs> came, out, came out swinging on you, Jesus. <laughs> he was oh, mad, was... mad. Mad oh, mad. But Yeah, once people start once people on Twitter go to the start going to the uh the personal insults or whatever, you pretty much know that you've already got under their skin because they don't have anything else of substance to say other than to start throwing insults. So right. If you have nothing, you know it's over. If you have nothing else to say about what we're discussing than to go after my looks, then my work here is done. I'll walk away now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Gotta uh, love Twitter. All right. Yep. Exactly. Well, I think that about does it for another episode of Cowboys and Chaos. One month exactly from the draft. So you will have to stay tuned yep. and find out what happens next week. Bye. Okay, Cowboys Nation, till next time, we out. We will win. Win is the name of the game.